I'm Noah Farley, and I'm here today with Miyai Abe Griggs, the Executive Director of the Art Museum of Eastern Idaho. And today we'll be talking about the upcoming Bocado Market. Thank you for talking with me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so can you go ahead and tell us about the Bocado? Yeah, so Bocado is a holiday tradition that we started about 14 years ago, and it's an artisan market where we invite artisans from our region to come and and sell their handcrafted gift items for the holidays. So a lot of people in our area um, use it kind of to kick off the the holiday season. And so instead of an exhibit at the museum, we fill the museum galleries with artisans um, selling various items like jewelry and pottery and and all kinds of interesting and unique things that are that would make good holiday gifts for the people on your list. That's way cool. I understand that it had a uh, two-year hiatus due to COVID nineteen, right? It did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so we're really happy to have it back this year. Um, for the last two years, we did kind of a twist on our, our traditional bocado, where we did have some artisan wares and things available in the museum gift shop, but we did not have. Um, the events um, like it has traditionally been. Um, the fun thing about Bocado, I think, is that um, not only is it a fun opportunity to shop, you know, and, and find some unique items that you wouldn't just find in the store, but also the artisans are here. And so it's really, I think people really enjoy interacting with the artisans and learning about their craft and, you know, and, and just that interaction. And I think over the last two years, I think that, you know, people have missed that. And so we're really excited to be able to bring everybody together again and, and have those artist-to-shopper to interactions and, and just to see everybody, see friends and new friends and, and just, you know, celebrate again um, as a community. Yeah, I think that sounds like a lot of fun, especially like what you said, where everyone interacts with each other, like the vendors too. You really start to get into the, the holiday season that way. Yeah, and then you you know it's neat to be able to meet the people that are actually making these items that you're purchasing. You know, I think it makes it more personal, and uh, and I think a lot of people actually enjoy learning about how these items are crafted. You know, and we it's a juried show, and so in order to participate in Bocado, the artisans have to submit um, an application and uh, samples. Um, to our committee, and um, and we just make sure that, you know, we have a variety of gift items at a variety of price points, and hopefully there is enough of variety that you can find something for even the hardest people on your list to <laughs> shop for. We all have those people <laughs> in our lives, right, that are really hard to shop for? Yeah. Yeah, or that have everything, you know, that already have everything or things like that. And really, I think also it's a great way to support our local artisans and our local community as well. And another really important part of Bocado is that thanks to the generosity of these artisans, Bocado also serves as a fundraising event for the art museum. And so 30% of the proceeds of this event come to support our exhibits and our educational programming here at the art museum. And so it's really, you know, a, a great way to support the community as a whole and the art community as a whole. Very nice. Oh, yeah. And Bocado means beautiful gifts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Nice. And, um, oh yeah, can you tell us about some of the vendors that'll be there? 
excited to have, of course, our annual favorites, as well as a lot of new vendors, new artisans this year that will be joining us for the first time. And so I think that even for those that have, you know, shopped at Bocado over the years, um, we'll be um, pleasantly surprised to see some, some new artisans joining um, our group this year. Um, we have some jewelers uh, with a ver- variety of different types of jewelry that they will be um, presenting. Some people that do like beadwork, obviously, and we have Rhonda and Lisa who from Cerulean Dragonfly Jewelry or Dragonfire Jewelry, and they actually make their own beads, and then they create jewelry out of them. They really create some really unique um, items. And then we have some silversmiths, um, like Hannah Toss from Silver Serpent Studio, and and everything in between um, as far as jewelry goes. Uh, We do have some knife makers this year, which I don't think we've had for a number of years. So we've got some, like an obsidian knife uh, maker and some woodworkers, some jam people. We have Barroom Press, Graham Whipple. He actually does some artisan um, printmaking and makes these beautiful cards that are just exquisite and you just kind of frame them because they're just so cool. Um, and uh, Claudia Wynn from Wynn Glass, she does some gorgeous glass work as well. So there's just a lot of variety, I think. Oh, and we've got, of course, a favorite, our soap lady, Kaisa Gervain from Gervain Family Farms is back with us this year as well. So just a good variety, I think, of things that hopefully, you know, and, and whether I often find myself finding gifts for myself often at Bocado. <laughs> um, so it's a great opportunity, whether you're shopping for your loved ones or yourself, you're always bound to find some some neat gift items for the holidays. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. And what kind of gifts at the market tend to be the most popular or tend to go the fastest? Oh, that's hard to say. It really, it really depends. I think, you know, obviously jewelry is, is popular. And soaps are very popular also. I think it kind of depends from year to year as well what people are are into. My guess is that the the people that do the jams will do well. Those make nice gifts for neighbors and things during the holidays. So, And they are new. Jam it all to gel is what their name, their um, business name is, which I think is fun. So, yeah, I think it really kind of just depends on on the year and what people are in the mood for. And since we haven't had it for two years, it'll be interesting to see what people have been missing. I'm excited that it's finally coming back, especially since it seems to be such a major community event. Yeah, it's been a fun tradition. I think everybody's excited to to have it back this year. And so we're just excited to to see everybody and and just kick off the holidays with with everybody in person again (laughs) this year. How long have you guys been preparing for it this year? Well, you know, we send out our artisan application information a few months out, and then the artisans have been preparing since then, and we're just busy getting the museum all ready for it, and the artisans will be setting up their booths tomorrow, and then we'll have a a VIP event Thursday night for our museum members, and, and then it opens to the public on Friday and Saturday. Excellent. One of my last questions is kind of more of a personal one. What is your favorite part of Bocado? You know, over the years, 
you know, because we've been doing this for 14 years and and a lot of our artisans come back every year to to participate in Bocado. And so it's kind of like a little family. So I think that's one of my favorite parts of Bocado is that I get to see all these great people um, during Bocado. And, and because it is a three-day event or two-day event, you know, we get to spend a lot of time with each other. <laughs> and so it's, it's kind of a nice, it kind of seems like a family reunion in a way, you know, where you just kind of get to see these people that you don't necessarily get to see during the year. But once a year at Bocado, you get to see them. And, and this year, you know, we have some new artisans that will join our Bocado family. And so I think it's just really the people, both the artisans and also the shoppers, also the people that support this event. Many of them come back every year to shop. And so I think it's really just the people that make it make it special. Fantastic. Is there anything else that you'd like listeners to know? On Friday and Saturday, like I said, it's open to the public from starting at 10 o'clock. And on those two days... We have homemade soup and bread, um, courtesy of Ida Hardcastle and her friends, um, from 11.30 to 1.30. And so it's just kind of a way, especially on Friday if you work, to just come during the lunch hour. We have a lot of people that just come during their lunch hour with their girlfriends and things and, and have lunch and shop. And so that's just kind of a fun a fun little tradition as well. So if soup and bread sound good to you, come have some lunch. Um, thanks to Great Harvest Bread also. They, they generously donate the bread and um, do some shopping and then go back to work. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you, Noah.